Welcome to Allendale Market Talk Podcast. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. We're going to go back to our continuing education series, and today we're going to talk about money management and uh, what that entails uh, when it comes to uh, to positioning in the market. Uh, I mean, you name it. Let's uh, let's get right into it. So, Mike, uh, you brought this up. Um, where do you want to start? I think a great place to start is having your initial plan for position. And this is going to be more so on the spec side than it will be on the hedge side. The hedge side, what you really want to do is just have your hedge in place and, and just pay for it. Set it and forget it. Yep. So for the spec side of things, there's a lot of times that people, they don't have their risk tolerance carved out. They don't have their profit area targeted out. And if they do have their profit area, they're not always taking profit. Um, there's no trailing stops behind them to take profit as it's moving in your favor. And things can go north and south real quick. So I think a great place to start is always having when you enter position, you have your entrance, you have your risk tolerance, and you have your profit area. And maybe you're not going to be right 100% of the time, but if it's set up correctly and you have a good pain and gain ratio, uh, you should be able to have some kind of profitable trading system if you have a plan in place. So that's always the best way to start. Well, don't you feel like that? About the time that you throw a a, a stop in uh, behind a, a position, that that's about when the uh, the market decides to come and find you, as 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 has been put to me before. It's kind of a conspiracy theory that oh they know where my my stop orders at they're they're going to come come get me stop me out and then they're going to go right back to the way that I thought they should have gone in the first place. Yeah, you always got the uh, idea that. Stops are just meant to be hit, and every single stop you place, it's going to come in and it's going to get hit. And I think the reason behind that is because if you are setting a stop properly, it shouldn't be too far away from where you're entering. And like I said earlier, if you do set it up with a good pain and gain ratio, you might be stopped out five times every one good trade. But that one good trade, if it's set up correctly, should well uh, more than – make up for the losses on the st- ones you stopped out plus a profit. That's right. how it's supposed to be set up. Yeah, and you keep need, you honest. You need to be using um, you know, when for entry points and and for stops, you need to be using technical uh indicators. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just hey, you know, silver's gone through the roof. I think we should sell it. Because that's not uh, there's no reason that you would look at at a silver uh a silver contract and say, "Yeah, this thing, I mean, it's gone really well, but it's going to fall off. You know, you have to use the solid technical analysis to figure out where you're going to, to do that. So, mm-hmm. And people are used to talking about, oh, stops are just meant to be hit because you do have brokerage firms, some brokerage firms that do stop shop. They, they find e-liquid markets and they'll just come in and keep pushing it, keep pushing it until they find somewhere where people do have a lot of stop sitting. Uh, so to avoid that, you could always do a um, false breakout stop. And what that entails is you get stopped out, you put a stop to jump back in the market if the market re-enters the area you were looking at. Uh, and that would help avoid um, being stopped out of position prematurely. Mm-hmm. So there are ways to manage uh, the fear that, oh, man, I'm just going to get stopped out and then the markets could go back in my direction. So there's ways around that, um, but it just goes right back into money management, having the plan in place, using technicals, how they're supposed to be used, and having some kind of strategy because with spec trading, it might sound good to say, well, they just think it's cheap, so they're going to buy it. 
Well, it's more so a chess game if you're looking from a technical standpoint. You have to have your follow-up steps. If you get stopped out, what does that mean for you? Now, Look, how how apt are you to, to change, uh, you know, once you've entered a, a position, how apt are you to change your uh, profit target or your, your trailing stop um, along the way? Are you – is is that a fluid type thing for you? Are you watching the technicals to see? Oh, well, it actually looks like it's it's prime for a, a breakout here. Yeah. So when I'm using my trailing stops and my profit targets, I will continue to trail my stop a certain amount behind the market, depending on which market it is. You can use stuff like average true range. You can use stuff like moving averages. But you have to find something that works and stick with it and not continue to readjust uh, your order because those trailing stops, they will work wonderfully uh, to keep yourself in a profitable position in case something does happen. Um, But you'd want to keep your profit target relatively stable. Uh, When you are looking, you got people that want to change the profit target. It's gone so well. Let me just keep adjusting it. Well, if that's the case, let's buy an option that's out of the money and use that as your profit target. It hits there, you take profit on the futures, you're still in the market with the option, and you're losing if market goes against you and you lose on the option, then you know what you lost, and you still have the profit from the futures. Now, you talk about this uh, quite a bit, and and let's let's have you explain collaring. Okay. You, you talk about that quite a bit with your with your customers. I've I know there's been some uh, some brokers in our office that uh, that question it. Um, explain what you, what you mean by that. So when I say let's collar a position, it's something I like to do with either when uh, someone wants to hold on to a position and it's going against them, or if it's in a profitable area and much like I was talking about with the out of the money option, something to just make sure you lock in profit. And what the collar does is it makes your position looks good. You have a, so let's just say it's a long position. You got a long futures contract. What you do to collar that position is you would buy a put and you'd sell a call above it. And what that would entail is if the market goes back against you, the put will be exercised and you'll be able to take profit there. But if it keeps going higher, then the sold call will exercise into the short position, exiting you out of your long position from an even better standpoint. So that's what I would like. That's what I like to do when you do have a good amount of profit in there. It might continue to move a little bit higher, but you're just uncertain at that point. So just lock in the profit, put a collar in, or vice versa. If it's going against you, you're like, I don't know if I want to get out. I don't want to put a stop in. Do the same thing. Uh, it will help prevent from any kind of further drop off. And if it does keep going, if it goes back higher, well, then you can get out with a profit on that sold call above you. Very good. Now, are you, um, as we talk about this and, and we talk about money management, are you incorporating any of this uh, conversation when it comes to how your customers sit with uh, with cash? The ones that are more so specul hedging, um, those are the ones that we're going to be more so on the money management side. Uh, like I said, if it is strictly hedging, mm-hmm. just put it on forget about it that's right. what it's there for um so it's it is more so for the people um i'm long the field but i also want to get long the board all right well if you're going to do that have a plan in place about where the max is because mm-hmm. you don't want to lose out on both yeah you you texas hedging yep yeah 
I gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, something that uh, is is coming up here for us uh, at Allendale is uh, our annual uh, yield survey that starts on the 17th. Uh, that's going to be uh, one to watch this year as you start to go towards these U- this USDA report here in August on the 12th. Um, these numbers that we're starting to see uh, out of some of these other analyst groups are pretty amazing as far as the the increase in, in yields, which obviously will increase your overall uh, production. Um, that's going to be something that we're going to have to ask for everybody's help on. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, we'll have a, a formula to, to determine the um, the the corn yield. Obviously, if you've been doing this for a while, you can pretty well you can pretty well tell just by walking your own fields. But get out there, walk the fields, start to get an idea of what it looks like, and then as we uh, as we move towards this USDA report, I think the key is, you know, don't get wrapped up too much into what the uh, the market is doing ahead of it. We need to go off of what happens on the on the numbers. Mm-hmm. So. You get this disappointment uh, from not having a USDA, a USDA announcement for uh, for beans or something like that, and then you have you know the the conditions report uh, has been very strong and was actually stronger for beans this week, and then you know you name it. There's there's a hundred different ways that you can you can trade this thing, and and right now everything looks negative, but that doesn't necessarily mean that by the time we get to this report next week that we're still sitting down at contract lows for corn or down, you know, 20 cents off of where we were yesterday for, for beans. So anything you want to add before we uh, close this, uh, close this thing out, Mike? It's always most bearish at the bottom. If you guys have any questions about anything we have to ever say, please give us a call 800-262-7538. But this week for Allendale Market Talk, Mike Lung and Greg McBride signing off. You guys have a great one.